Welcome to the Christian Essentials Podcast, sponsored by ChristianGiftDepot.com and by iSuccess Academy, helping people succeed. Now, here's your host, Teddy Levron. Hello, and welcome back to the Christian Essentials Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about the role of the local church in your spiritual growth uh, up to up to now, we've been talking about coming into relationship with the Lord and uh, our keys for spiritual growth being prayer and Bible study. Uh, but there's another component here that God puts into place in order for us to grow spiritually, and that is the local church or a local congregation. So people have asked, well, why should we go to church? What's the point in going to church on Sunday morning? Uh, Sunday night, Wednesday night. What, what's the benefit of getting together as a church? So let's talk a little bit about that today. Um, we're going to start in the book of Hebrews in chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. It says, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So the idea here is that we come together. We don't forsake the assembling of ourselves, but instead we come together in order to be encouraged by one another, in order to stir up love and good works, it says, to encourage one another to continue following the Lord, uh, to continue learning about the Lord, continue uh, trying to lead other people to the Lord, uh, if you're doing all of those kinds of things on your own, you don't have anybody else to talk to. You don't have anybody else to bounce ideas off of. Uh, you're reading your Bible, maybe, and there are passages that you're having a difficult time understanding. If you're trying to do all of that on your own, it can become very discouraging. So one of the reasons that the local church is in place is to encourage one another. It's a support for us in our daily lives in our journey with the Lord, in learning how to walk and follow the Lord. So that's a big piece of the puzzle there. We want to come together for encouragement. We also want to come together in a local church in order to gain more knowledge about the Lord. Uh, so if if I'm just learning how to interpret the Bible and how to read and where I should go for a certain understanding, or maybe there's some issues I'm dealing with, but I'm not sure where the Bible might address those issues, then if I were going to a local church, I'd have pastors and other teachers, uh, other people in the church that can help me to do that, to gain a better understanding. Uh, So you have other people ahead of you in your walk with the Lord. And it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian, you still need input from other people. Some people isolate themselves after they've, they've been uh, saved for a while and been studying the Bible. At some point, uh, the tendency is to, under, to say to yourself, well, you know, I know all of these basic concepts. I know the stories in the Bible. I know what the Bible says. So of what benefit is this going to be to me? Well, there's always something new that you can learn. Uh, until you become God, you're not going to understand everything, and you're not going to become God. So <laughs> you need some help with that understanding. And God has put us together in order to encourage one another, in order to help each other to understand the Word. 
each one of us brings our own perspective to the table. We bring our own giftings and our own talents to the table. The things that I can do, you can't do. Other, The things that you can do, I can't do necessarily. So we all bring uh, what we understand to the table, and we're able to help each other, to encourage one another to continue in our walk with the Lord and continue in our efforts to lead other people to the Lord so that they can come into right relationship with him as well and spend eternity in heaven. So this fellowship with like-minded people is a place for us to learn to use the spiritual gifts that God has placed in our lives to become a part of something much larger than ourselves. Another scripture that we want to take a look at uh, is God's direction to us or another piece of understanding that he has for us in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 16. It says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So there we see, I'm going to stop right there. Let's talk about those scriptures for a second that God himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So there it points out that some people are called specifically to those five areas. Uh, you have some who have been gifted as pastors to nurture and to uh, watch over the flock, to watch over the sheep. Uh, you have some that are teachers to teach, others as evangelists that are gifted specifically and called specifically to spreading the good news and bringing people into the kingdom in, in order to lead people to the Lord. And then the pastors and teachers are going to help in that discipleship process, right? So everybody has a place that they fit. Uh, and some people are called to those positions as full-time positions. Uh, others uh, uh, are called to doing it on a more individual level, maybe not called into full-time ministry. But the truth of the matter is, we're all in full-time ministry. If you're a follower of Christ, then we've been given gifts and we've been given a responsibility to minister to other people, to help them to come into relationship with the Lord, and then to help disciple them as well, to teach them and help them to understand what the scriptures say based on our own understanding. So we all play a part in this. And uh, if we're trying to do things on our own, then we're not benefiting from the, the system or the structure that God has actually put into place for the local church. So let's continue reading here. Um, it says that he himself gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. The idea here is that if we come together and we share what we understand from the scriptures, we're less likely to be fooled and deceived by doctrine that's incorrect. 
or by teaching that isn't exactly aligned with God's way of seeing things. So uh, in some cases, you have churches that have sort of skewed what the Bible says. They've taken one concept from the Bible and um, made that their entire doctrine or their entire theology. Uh, they've focused all of their attention on how God blesses us or how God prospers us. Uh, and it seems that everything that we do or everything that's taught in that place has to do with how God is going to prosper us and bless us. And even giving is presented in a way that if we give, then we're going to receive something in return. All of those things are somewhat true. They are true in the context of all of the Scripture. But if you've skewed it all and you, you only focus on that aspect, then it takes away some of the emphasis that the Scripture has on repentance, on actually having to be forgiven for sin, for the accountability of living a righteous lifestyle. So there are pieces missing in the message if you focus on one area and not others. So that's the reason we come together as a church. We want to come together with a group of people who are going to be looking at and have experience with all of what the Scripture says, not focusing strictly on the Old Testament or the New Testament or in one book of the Bible. Yes, we have to learn those things individually sometimes, but we need to have a perspective that actually pulls it all together to understand the big picture of how God wants us to live and how God wants relationship with us and how he wants us to relate to other people. So part of the function of the local church is to equip us in that way. Uh, but understand that it's not just about going to church to get you're not going to church just to be fed or for other people to speak into your life, but you're also going into this group with the understanding and looking for opportunities to be able to share your giftings and share uh, your understanding of the scriptures with other people as well. Because not only are there people in the church community that are ahead of you in your spiritual walk, there are also people behind you in your spiritual walk that you can help, that you can bring uh, forward or help them to walk along and follow the Lord in a way that's pleasing to God. So all of us have a place to fit in the body. So let's, let's keep going. There in verse 14, it says that we're not going to be children any longer, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine or just you know, uh, changing our mind every time we hear a new concept. But it says that uh, in 15, it says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So all of this is for the benefit of the larger group. Uh, we're not there just to benefit ourselves. We're there to minister to others. It says that we speak the truth in love. Some people have, have decided that they need to speak truth about other people's flaws and other people's shortcomings, and they take the Bible and they swing it like a hammer, uh, hitting people over the head, trying to tell them that they're wrong about things. 
That's not what God's intent is by, by any means. The intent is that we can speak the truth of the Scriptures to other people in love. In other words, we share truth because we care about other people. Uh, we're trying to help them to better follow the Lord or to avoid dangerous things or things that would cause us to sin or draw us away from the Lord. But we present it in a way of love. We present it because we truly have God's heart and compassion for people. Uh, so as we begin to mature in our spirituality, in our spiritual growth, we begin to get understanding, we begin to get knowledge, we begin to apply the word to our own lives first, then we're able to speak into other people's lives, helping them to gain understanding of God's word as well. Uh, in verse 16, there's a phrase there that uh, I encountered early on once I got saved that still sticks uh, really hard in my mind. In verse 16, I'm going to read it from the King James because it, it words it just a little differently. It says, From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, makes increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. The idea of being fitly joined together. Uh, when I first heard it or first read it, I didn't quite understand it because it was the, the old English phraseology there. Uh, but the picture became clear after a while that the body, the church, is fitly joined together, meaning that we all have a place in the body of Christ where we fit. Again, there are some things or talents that God's given me that he hasn't given other people. And he's given you some talents and perspectives that I don't have. So if we don't work together, we're not joined together. We're not helping each other. But if we come together, now we fit the way we're supposed to. If a building is missing a window, or if a building is missing a brick, then the building is not complete. Uh, there's something that's structurally unsound about that building. So when we isolate ourselves from the other Christians, from the other believers, we're actually like that missing brick or that missing window. Uh, we're not functioning the way God designed us to function to start with, but also the church is missing out on the benefit of us being able to supply what we bring to that building or that church as well. Uh, so the spiritual structure of the church is what we're talking about. It says that every joint supplies what the other needs, right? Uh, it would be impossible to walk if all you had were ankles, but you didn't have knees, uh, that, that's kind of a weird picture, <laughs> I, I guess. But if you didn't have knees, it would be very difficult for you to walk. Uh, it would be very stiff, it, it, you know, if, if you could do it at all. It would be like walking on stilts, right? So as we come together, we supply what the entire body needs if we come with the same intent and the same attitude that we've come together to minister to one another to help each other to walk in, in our journey with the Lord, to help each other get better understanding of the Word, to help people come into relationship with the Lord, and so on. So we come to this local church or this congregation with the idea of, one, receiving from what other people have to uh, put into our lives, 
through the giftings that God has given them, but also being able to feed others with what God has gifted us with as well. It's, a, it's an awesome picture of love and unity and being able to serve the Lord together with people who are like-minded. So it leads to another question. Once we understand why we need to come together, the question comes, well, how do you determine where to go to church? There are a lot of different churches in our communities around America and around the world. Um, and some of them are friendlier than others. Uh, some of them uh, may be teaching incorrect doctrine. Uh, there are different denominations. Well, what's all that about? If someone's just becoming a Christian, if you've just come into relationship with the Lord, it can be awfully uh, confusing to see all of the different choices. Uh, so a couple of things you want to keep in mind when you're trying to choose a church. Firstly, and above everything else, you need to locate a church that is a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. You're not always just hearing somebody's opinion from the pulpit on Sunday morning. You're not hearing just one perspective of the Scripture, but you're getting a taste of the entire Bible. Uh, you're, you're in a church that's teaching the full gospel, in other words. It teaches all of the concepts of the Bible and doesn't isolate to the Old Testament or isolate to the New Testament or isolate one concept. Now, it's true that churches will teach through series. They'll teach a series on giving or a series on stewardship or a series on the blessings of God or a series on the love of God. But the idea is that there's a much larger picture. You want to find a church that has opportunities for learning. So Sunday morning, maybe there's services on Sunday morning where you can learn from what the pastor teaches. Uh, maybe Sunday night and Wednesday night. Maybe there are other Bible studies in the Christian Education Department. Uh, maybe there's a men's ministries group that meets for Bible study, a women's ministries group that meets for Bible study, uh, teen groups that meet for Bible study. Uh, there may be other opportunities in home cell group meetings where people come together in people's homes and study the Bible and share their perspectives on Scripture or their understanding of what the Scripture says. Uh, you're looking for a church that has opportunity for you to uh, gain knowledge, gain understanding, and to become encouraged by what you've learned and by the other people in the church. That would be the first piece of the puzzle is making sure that you're in a church that's actually teaching uh, the, all of the scripture. The second piece of the puzzle, and I think this is important, is that you need to find a church with like-minded people that you like being with outside of the church on Sunday. So if we only interact with one another on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, uh, we don't really have any influence in our daily lives from each other. So we need to find a church where there are people that we actually like hanging around with. I know that sounds weird, but or may sound weird to some people. But the idea is that the church that we go to um, on both fronts is a church that we enjoy. And we, we were in full-time ministry for a lot of years. Uh, and when we moved uh, to a different town, we began looking for a local church to attend. And we went to several, and some of them were teaching sound doctrine. It was a good church to go to to learn. But we were having trouble finding people that 
uh, were open to just new people that came in. Some churches are friendlier than others, uh, you'll find as you start looking for a local church if you've just gotten saved. If you go to a church and you don't feel that uh, it's a group of people that you could feel comfortable with, then try a different church. Uh, Make sure, again, that it's a Bible-teaching church first and foremost. But the idea in the church that we go to, I'm, I'm a musician as well. It's one of the talents that God's given me. So uh, I actually participate in the Sunday services uh, as a guitar player. Uh, I also sing and, uh, and participate in the worship team. I can use my gifts for teaching and preaching and that kind of thing in the church. Uh, I respect the pastor of the church, He's, his personal life. He's a man of God, his family. Uh, serves in the church as well, and they're people of God. You see their character on a daily basis. Um, so the other teachers in the church, same thing. There's a great group of people there for ministry and for the education side. But at the same time, these are people that we enjoy going out to dinner with and going over to their houses and playing music together outside of the church and uh, just associating for dinner and going places and enjoying each other's company. Uh, so these people are an encouragement to us as well. Uh, we can always call them uh, to pray for us. We can call them if we have questions about Scripture. Uh, and, and it works all the way around. So what I would encourage you to do uh, this week is prayerfully consider, if you're not in a church, start Asking God which church would be the one for you. God's going to lead you to the place where you fit, where he's actually called you, where where you are fitly joined and able to use the giftings that God has given you as well as become nourished by the place that you go to. And if you don't find that perfect spot the first time, trust God, keep praying, and keep looking because God will lead you to the exact spot that you need to be. Uh, So I hope you understand the reason for the local church now and that uh, you have some understanding of how to find where you fit within the context of the local church. If you have stories that you'd like to tell us about your church, about how you found the the right place for you, uh, the, the, the church that you go to, how you approached Uh, finding that location or how you've grown in that location. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your story. Just email us through the website, christianessentialspodcast.com, and we would love to hear that story and maybe even share it here in the podcast or on our website. So until next time, God bless you, and we'll see you again. For more information and resources, please visit our website, christianessentialspodcast.com. Also, visit our sponsors, christiangiftdepot.com and iSuccess Academy. You've been listening to the Christian Essentials Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe.